Hi there and welcome to the Electric Vicuna podcast, original audio drama from 12 years of productions. I'm Jack Ward. Tonight's show is another from one of my original Deadly Sin script series, books still in Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and Chapters. And it is the original show of Soul Survivor, before I edited it down, recast it, and won an Ogilvy Award for it. You know, there's no secret that I love myth. There's something extremely magical as a writer when you can work with a large canvas of myths and legends. I think it's so compelling because the ancient stories and characters have had time to ripen on the vine. An angel and a demon already come pre-packaged for the audience with a ton of baggage and imagery. You don't have to front load a lot of stories when you have such archetypal characters as the leads. And now, without further ado, let's listen to Soul Survivor, or Gluttony. Shadowlands Theatre presents The Seven Deadly Sins, Episode 3, Gluttony, Soul Survivor. Written by Jack J. Ward. Produced and directed by Jack J. Ward and Andrew Dorfman. There is a land that's somewhere beyond the horizon. You may catch a glimpse of it when the sun sets, or in the moments before dawn. It's the twilight that flickers at the edge of imagination, somewhere between reality and fantasy. It's the place where monsters roam, and portals to other worlds wait in the back of the closet and in the crevices of your mind. Welcome. To the Shadowlands. The act of living is the eradication of choices, narrowing down from the limitless potential of a single cell imbued with life to the quirks and queries that make up the human experience. But how does one know which choices will ultimately be right? Or perhaps a better question to ask is, are there truly any wrong choices in the Shadowlands? It has happened. So it has. I cannot believe this. I have prepared for Elizabeth is her name. I know. I'm Lilthra. Sandrin, fourth fane of the eighth precept of the thirteenth rod of the holy hosts. I am pleased to make... Yes, we'll be working together for the next... Potentially sixty-eight years on this client. Do you mind if I call you just Sandrin? Not at all. Sandrin is my name. Then that would certainly make it easier. What would? No sense of humor. Okay. What are you writing? The people downstairs like to have an accurate assessment of the baseline. The good news is that after the initial paperwork on the foundations, they don't need any more written reports. That is good news. I was wondering... I'll be with you in a second. Certainly. Take your time. Takes instruction. Beg pardon. Please! Oh, I'm sorry. 
Plight beyond mortal reckoning. There, that's done with then. Indeed. Well then, we should get going. Going? Yes, on this suspicious occasion of free will, the laws of soul acclimatization are in effect. I, as agent of our Father in Heaven, am sent to provide guidance into the set path to righteousness and everlasting life. And you, as agent of He who has fallen, are to provide temptation and seduction to descend from the path into wickedness and everlasting pain. Um, did you memorize that? Beg pardon? Did you memorize that? It sounds like you've memorized all 287 verses from The Guide to Soul Protection, an angel's companion for the mortal world. Well, yes. You've read it. Oh, goodness, yes. Know thy enemy and all that stuff. Do you have the 32nd revised version? <laughs> 33rd, actually. Oh, well then, you do have a leg up on me, I'm afraid. Would you mind if I borrowed your copy for a while? Sorry. I thought not. Do you have a manual to follow? I'm afraid not. Hell isn't nearly as organized as you might think. Besides, we have this thing about infernal orders getting out. Bale's especially concerned about information leaks. He's always on about God being everywhere. <laughs> well, he is. Then you've had to deal with it, too. At any rate, you were saying? I was. Yes, about the laws of soul acclimatization. In this case, Elizabeth has just turned 13 two weeks ago. Right now, she's waiting for the collection plate to pass. She has reached the stage in her evolution... <coughs> Growth? My apologies. Growth, where she's fully cognizant of her choices. She understands the concepts of good and evil, and in doing so is faced with her first real decision. And thusly, we are called... Exactly. To vie for her soul until her natural death. The victor to guide her to her eternal destination. Heaven or hell? Not much of a choice, if you ask me. I'm not surprised you feel that way. Well, how do you want to do this? According to my chit, it says that Elizabeth's mother gave her money to put in the collection plate, and she's considering keeping it for video games. Looks like I'm hardly needed. Her thought was just a passing notion. Without your presence, she would not truly be tempted. So you want me here? Sandrin, you don't know how much that pleases me. No, that's not it at all. I just believe that the Holy Edict demands equal representation. It would do no good to simply have her go to heaven if there's no choice involved. Guess not. Well, you're new at this, right? What makes you think that? Just call it my intuition. I do not think intuition is very accurate. Relying on one's inner self as a guide removes you from divine inspiration. Well, I don't have a lot of choice in that regard, do I? I would not lose faith if I were you. Why, Sandrin, of the fourth vein of the eighth precept of the thirteenth rod of the holy hosts, I do believe you're trying to save me. None of us are beyond redemption, Lilthra, and if I were to accept flattery for such a comment, you might consider I had pride driving it. I only wish others to return to the light and enjoy God's grace. Yes, well, I must say, I've never been to such a place. Imagine, the first temptation here in a church. There's a metaphor in that somehow. Or an irony? I was never any good with literary terms. More interested in character development myself. I'll tell you what. What if I give you this one for free? What must I do for such a bargain? Well, at least you're willing to bargain. Nothing. I just get the creeps in here. You've got to hand it to the Christians, though. While they may not have the deepest faith in God, they certainly build structures majestic enough to cage him. I do not know where to begin with such a ridiculous statement, but I think your turn. And I get to flash the Absolutely brief. not. 
Uh, you know, I heard the fourth vein of the eighth precept was prudish, but I'd always thought it was just one of those stories young demonesses tell damned souls to frighten them. Yes, very humorous. However, you are well aware that if you reveal yourself, the client's soul is forfeited to heaven. Actually, if either of us reveals ourselves to the client Elizabeth, then the soul is forfeited to heaven. But trust me, the priest is due for a thrill. You would do better to focus on the soul at hand. Very well. Okay. No thrills for the clergy. If you please. Yes, of course. The money is best spent in the church. You will do good works for the community. And above all, make your mother proud that you are so grown up and that you know the right thing to do. Very nicely put. Thank you. Are you ill? I'm okay. Drinking the blood of the innocent can sometimes give you an ice cream headache. I would not know. So what have you been doing since the church? That is an odd question. Why? Because the question is something one mortal might ask another. True. Humans are strange that way. While they recognize the appearance of relativity, time is still pretty much a constant for them. It's funny when you think of it. Sure, it's linear, like the walk to the store, but you'd think humans would learn that they don't just have to walk there. They can run or stand absolutely still. Anyway, I was just attempting to make conversation. It's been two mortal years since I've seen you. I've kept tabs on Elizabeth through that time. She's been quite faithful in her prayers. Yes, that's just swell. So do you mind uh, bringing me up to speed? I've had a bad couple of years. This is Elizabeth's eighth grade history test. She forgot to study. Across from her is Amy Murphy. Right, right. It's all coming back to me. The brain. Elizabeth can see her answers easily, and if she copies, she's bound to get an A. But she will have cheated. Gotcha. Well, it's just a little test. Certainly nothing that would put her soul in jeopardy. You might make up for it later. But right now, you can't afford to lose your grade point. What will Mom and Dad say? You can make up for it later. You should have studied. It's something that will help you to remember in the future. That's the best you've got? I am just beginning. Showing her the long view is considered highly advantageous. Well, if you say so. Frankly, most humans can't think in long terms. Why do you think they vote for the same party that screwed them over just two terms ago? What if this is it? What if you're just not smart in history? Not as smart as you need to be. This could ruin your chances to finish the course and then college. What will Dad say if he finds out you're lousy in his favorite subject? What will he say if he knows you've cheated, Elizabeth? How will he ever have faith in you again? Remember what it was like when you stole the cookie years ago? He was so disappointed. You can't disappoint him anymore, Elizabeth. He believes in you. He trusts you. That's true. Amy's not smarter than you. She may look cuter or thinner, but she's definitely not smarter than you. What are you doing? Nothing. You deliberately gave up. I gave her something else to focus on than to fixate on Amy's brains. Look, I do have a reputation to protect here. Just don't make a big thing out of it, okay? Are you all right? I've just had a bad time with things lately. I am sorry. Is there anything I can do to help? You're too kind. No, really, it's okay. Elizabeth won't cheat this time, and I can hardly get in more trouble now anyway. There is no such thing. What? 
being too kind. I have often wondered why humans say that, but really there's no such thing as being too kind. There is only kindness unrequited, only then we say that someone was too kind. Is that not odd, to have kindness judged, not by the act itself, but rather as to how it is accepted? Hmm. I've never thought of that before. You're a good angel. Thank you. So, you are in some kind of trouble. It's of no consequence to you, Sandrin. I know you're busy, and this juncture of Elizabeth's faith has passed. I do not mind, if there's some way I can help. Well, maybe an outsider's opinion would be good here, even though I can probably guess what you're going to say. Try me. I wasn't always placed on Soul Patrol, you know. No, I do not know. I've actually done pretty well for myself. Don't laugh. I've been busy. Campaigning. Campaigning? Like some large-scale plot? <laughs> well, no. Uh, you know, campaigning. Politically. In hell for some time. You have political campaigns in hell. I know, I know. In heaven, he rules supreme. And it's pretty much the same below, except he likes us to organize our own governments. It's more like mayors having to deal with a dictator. He doesn't care how the smaller governments work. In the end, his edicts apply anyway. So what's the point? That's why I'm here. Okay, well, I figured that Dis should have some sewage gutters. You know, something to funnel the blood and excrement under the city. I thought I could add something to the political debate. My slogan was, Just because you have to live here, doesn't mean it has to be hell! Yeah... It pretty much left the Archdark Diocese speechless, too. The next thing I knew, my campaign trail was over, and I was sent back down to the trenches. That sounds pretty severe. Maybe. Well, it's not important. I just... I try to avoid most of the others while I'm down here, and I keep to myself. It gets lonely sometimes, though. Well, I should get back. Sure. Uh, sorry. No, no, it's... Uh, it's not that. I, well... I just have to get back. It's okay. Thanks for listening. Oh, no. Yes! This is the moment I've been waiting for! I would not take so much pleasure in such a spectacle. Nonsense! Here we are at the bluff, in a comfortable car with a man she... Well, at least she thinks is cute. Romantic music. Our Elizabeth is about to become a woman. Let us hope not. You don't want her to grow up? That's sweet. Come on. I've given you the first two. Now return the favor for a succubus. Let's watch. You should wait. All of your friends have had sex. You're almost 17 now. What's the big deal? You barely know, Danny. You do not want to make love and just be used. What if he never calls you again? So what? So don't expect anything. You can get this out of the way, and you'll be more experienced for someone you really love. It's a win-win. Either way, you'll still have fun. After all, you really want to. You have needs, too. What if you get pregnant? What if he lied and he has VD or something? How could you face Mom? Dad? Parental pressure? That old sausage? Sandrin, can't you come up with something better? 
What if he never calls you again? Maybe he'll call Amy Murphy. She's probably more fun. Skinny Amy Murphy. How can she do all those Pilates and still keep up with school? She never has trouble fitting into low-cut jeans. Her mom let her get her belly button pierced. There is no need to rush. If he is the one, you'll know. He will care about you. And if he is not, then you never did anything you would regret. Well, damn. I guess Liz isn't going to get any after all. I hope you feel good about yourself. Well, of course I am pleased Elizabeth made the right choice. Her first time should be special with someone she loves, preferably her husband. Have you ever had sex? I think you know the answer to that. Well then, trust me. You don't know what you're missing. The first time's always bad. Better to get it over with. I don't think so. The Bible plainly states oh, that- Oh, Sandrin! Uh, look! Lilthra, my hand? Look! Yes, the sun said. It is lovely, but could you let go? You know, there's a secret around hell. One that is never spoken aloud by those who visit the mortal world. Is there? Would you like to know what it is? I am not certain. Oh, come on, Sandrin. I promise you'll like it. Very well. Sunsets are for demons. Really? Why do you believe that? They are God's gift to demons. You see, sunrises are painful. A sunrise is just too blinding for a demon to perceive. But when you see the sun set, it's like saying goodbye to the light and embracing the endless night. That really is an incredible story. Demons gather together to look at sunsets while on Earth. And I think most of them don't even realize why. It's true, you know. You only see the gift when it's finally leaving you. Lilthra? Yes, Sandrin? Be well. Thank you, Sandrin. You too. University! Yes, Elizabeth is taking the classics. Don't tell me you object to Greek and Roman arts and literature, too. They are not my preference, but you know that is not what troubles me. What is it, Sandrin? I've been monitoring Elizabeth a lot lately. Without me? That's not part of the contract, Sandrin. I have not contacted her, but I am concerned for her. Personal connections are largely frowned upon by him, you know. Yes, I know. You... We're right about one thing. Sandrin, you'll make my face red. Your skin is red. It's an expression. You should work on your knowledge of the vernacular. Colors the language, I think. You... You were right about me. This is my first time. I thought so. And because it is, I've taken some extra care. Elizabeth should not be poorly handled by any agent of God. I wouldn't worry about it so much if I were you. Do you actually think you're doing poorly? Well... No, I, I had not considered my actual performance. That would be dangerously close to pride. And you have no personal love for Elizabeth? No, of course not. I wish to see her reach the fields of heaven. Nothing more? Nothing more. So then why so much concern? It's her choice, isn't it? She suffers right now. Life is suffering. She suffers at your hand. What do you mean? Your words in the past few years have produced a malady within her. It eats at her spirit. Sandrin... 
what would you say is the watchword of angels? Watchword? Watchword, a single idea formulated to produce the most effective barrier against evil. Vigilance. Certainly vigilance. Thank you for sharing that. No one would suspect the watchword of the infernal hosts. Anger. Nope. Pride. No, although that's a great opener. Envy, lust, slot. Now you're just reciting the rest of the seven deadly sins. No, my friend. Patience. Patience! When a demon learns patience, they gain nearly indomitable power. Of course, the problem is that our side of the fence wasn't born with a great deal of patience. Certainly not. He who was cast out is an example of that. Well, I will not speak ill of my father below. However, he has learned patience of late. His anger is ever-growing. His impatience may be waxing, but he still is practicing patience. Why do you think the lost souls are tortured so? Punishment. For what? We won them, fair and square. Sometimes by hook or by crook. There's no need to punish those who've fallen in with us. We're at war, but the war is over for them. No, they are tormented, and brutally so. A distraction for his impatience. How horrible. But not inconceivable. A father comes home and spanks his child for a wayward look. It's therapy. Releases the anger he holds for his boss. That's monstrous. Oh, I know. And you know, as much as I'd encourage such exercising of demons on my job, I certainly wouldn't enjoy it. If that's true, then why spread poison in Elizabeth? You're not listening, Sandrin. It's my job. Your job is to tempt, not elicit malefic ideas that never originated from Elizabeth. The client, Sandrin? Remember, she's just assigned to us. Do not avoid the question. Oh, look, she's going through her email. Isn't that a pain in the ass? I mean, the junk mail that gets sent to people. How could someone possibly want a penis enlargement and a breast enlargement at the same time? Come on, people. Get your spam working together. Does everyone's market research assume we're all she-mails? Lilthra. Someone should lose their job for that. Lilthra. All right, patience. Like I was saying, evil is not the one left turn on the glittering highway. It's not one minute you wake up and you've been transformed into a selfish person. Life just beats it into you. Human beings are so incapable of looking at the larger scheme of things and so utterly devoured with their sense of self. Why didn't... Gluttony. Sure, it made the top seven list, but it is so very understated if you ask me. Angels are very aware of pride. They don't call it the big one for nothing. And lust is a commodity as easy to sell as envy. But gluttony, gluttony takes a special kind of torment. But I thought... There's a singleness of purpose to anger that is too easy to blow in and out of any circumstance. Sloth is all wrong for Elizabeth. She's way too driven by her parents' ideals. And greed? <laughs> greed is so outdated in modern life that it might as well be one of the seven virtues. What's the point of capturing a soul if they don't even believe what they're doing is wrong? But gluttony. Aye, there's a cured meat worth carving, isn't it, Sandrin? Many people feel gluttony is an inordinate desire to consume more than that which one requires, and sure that is one of the traditional definitions, but the modern day is simply filled with miracles, as the brothers scratched off fleas in their musty old monasteries, 
Certainly they couldn't conceive of the present day. The stage is set. The field's already ripe for harvest. Modern fashion, media, 15-year-old rockers and tween TV stars removing their wigs and sucking the marrow out of their hips. Like any women's magazine, grab some hip huggers. The world is coming up long stem roses, baby, and the petals are T-H-I-M. ride where the greatest thrills attracts her out, but everyone wants to get on anyway. All it takes is a whisper here and there. Remember? Amy Murphy. She's cute and thin. Then Danny. He dropped her because they didn't do the deed. Maybe she wasn't cute enough. Maybe she needed to be thinner. And now, when she thought she could use some money to pay for the residence at the university, the modeling came at a time. Who could have imagined that it would dredge up so many feelings of inadequacy? You did. Actually, it's more of a rhetorical question. It just feels dark right now because everybody feels like this sometime or another. Don't give in to doubt. Who are you kidding, girl? Just look in the mirror. Who's gonna love you like that? Your family loves you. You don't have to feel this way. Pray for guidance. He will hear you. God loves you. Why should you bother God with such pathetic problems? There are thousands dying in Africa right now. What does God care about a fat chick with a big nose? Danny liked you and he screwed it up. Then he told everyone you were stuck up. No one wanted to date you. No. Frigid. That's what you are. Well, melt the ice. The modeling agency will take you, but you can't go looking like this. Don't give in. Just sleep on it. One night can't hurt. Just stop. Don't take it so hard. Hey, you won the first three rounds. You were just due. Just get back on the- Don't talk to me. Sandrin, I don't like to see you like this. Remember, I've done this before. You're liable to have a bumpy ride. Did you think it would all go so easy? I never thought that little Elizabeth would be hovered over the toilet vomiting out the remains of a salad. Hey, it's college. Kids do stupid things in college. Don't let it get to you. Sure, you'll straighten her out soon enough. Don't patronize me. Sorry. If I'd only not walked about with rose-colored glasses, if I came better prepared... How long did you train? 8,437 years. They are pretty complex creatures. His grandest creations. That they are. But now you can see that field work is important. All that time in the classroom is never going to replace real experience. I will not be caught again. That's the spirit. And I wouldn't worry about wearing rose-colored glasses. The thing is, how does anyone know if they're not wearing rose-colored glasses? Even if you think you pull them off, it could just be another pair right on your nose. When all you do is see through them, there's no way to tell. For example, if all I knew was rose-colored because that's all my experience was, how could I ever really know the color blue when I saw it? I have to go. Of course. Take care. Still friends, right? Never again. I will not be so easily fooled again. Back so soon? What's it been? Eight months. I have this theory. Yes. Are you a 
right, Sandrin? You look absolutely stuffy. You said you had a theory. Oh, I get it. All business. You're not still angry about the little cleaning of her stomach last time, are you? Your theory? Okay, Sandrin. If you're going to be like that, I won't tell you. As you wish. Elizabeth is going through a crisis of conscience. Okay, so pry it out of me already. Here's the thing. I have this theory. So you said. Human beings go through spiritual crises just like the lunar tides. They happen with the moon. No, they go through them like the tides. But just like the tides, you can pretty much gauge them. Like here, for example. Elizabeth is going through a rough time. Yes. No need to get into why. We all know who deserves a pat on the back for that one. However, this is not unusual. As soon as a human gets a taste of free will, they may dip their toe in, or they may jump in with both feet. Either way, they end up getting real wet. And as soon as you have free will, you begin asking, Am I doing the right thing? What should I do now? Etc. Etc. Right? This is not new information. Right? Right. What's especially interesting, though, is that this flurry of free will inevitably ends. Someone finds pretty much their stride in where they are, and splickety-lick, they make decisions and deal with unknown situations at a measured pace again, until boom! Boom? Boom! They're in university! And then it happens all over again. Oh, look, there's new people to judge me. There's a thousand people I see every day, and none of them know me. Should I be the old me, or should I take on a new personality? The old me I know, but it's so high school. What if I'm doing something wrong? And then a whole rapid series of free will is exercised, and a new wave of spiritual crisis comes whooshing in. Okay. And then the waters subside. You know who you are, but the next thing you know, you're out in the world again, and you're looking for a job, and whoosh! The tide comes in, and it happens again and again through life. Marriage, children, grandchildren, retirement, even death. The waters rise and subside. And that is your theory. That's my theory. You know the best thing about that? What? If there were no tides, you'd never find the stuff on the shore. Stuff? Yeah, you know, treasures. Different colored rocks, starfish, hermit crabs, oysters with pearls in them. If we didn't have tides, we'd never know what was beneath the waves, or even how deep they were. So, Liz is going through a spiritual conundrum, asking herself the whole purpose of everything? She's riddled with guilt. On one hand, she's still obsessed with trying to look thinner. You have to admit she's doing well on that. She's 103 pounds. Well, that's a start at least. Getting under that 100-pound mark will be a good goal. On the other hand, she feels terrible and tries to eat all the time. Perfect. The old binge and purge technique. A classic amongst models. She's at least in good company. She hasn't gone to class at weeks. Everyone she sees says she's too thin. So she stays in her dorm. Right now she sleeps most of the time. This is the brilliance of gluttony that most people miss out on. Brilliance. Sure, most people think gluttony is stuffing your face until you tank out. But the truth is, it's more like greed. You don't have to be wealthy to be greedy. You just have to love money for the sake of money. You don't have to be fat to be gluttonous. You just have to be obsessed with food. And you know what the best thing is? I do not want to hear. Oh, Sandra, stop taking this personally. It's not about you. No, but it's not about you either. Well, I would beg to differ. 
I'd do well here, and it's back to dis for me full time. As I was saying, though, the best thing is that she's still fighting it. She's not just falling demurely into darkness. What a testament to human courage. What an emblem of suffering and futility she is. Oh, I tell you, Sandra, at times like this, I'm absolutely joyous. I can't believe I can't believe what? Nothing. No, you were just about to say something. No, it's just... I cannot imagine taking such personal enjoyment in someone else's misery. Oh, get off the tree, Sandrin. The being nailed to the cross thing has been done to death. Elizabeth made the choice. Not you, and certainly not I. Don't tell me you wouldn't be pleased if she listened to your advice. You just hate losing. You keep assuming I have an ego in this, Lilthra. You can't blame a girl for trying now, can you? You know what the trouble is with you, Sandra? I have no troubles. You don't know how to have fun. You can't even tell a joke. This is hardly the now time. Not that I can blame you. Humor does come from our side of the street. From hell? I don't think so. Not that God didn't commit his own cosmic jokes. I mean the dodo, radishes, Now wait a minute. Party. What's wrong with radishes? That's not the point. Humor is based on offending someone or some group. Blondes, Newfies, the Pope, dead babies... Dead babies? How do you offend dead babies? Yes, for instance, how many dead babies does it take... I don't want to hear it. Okay, let's take another example. When is a Jewish fetus viable? I don't know. After it graduates from medical school! I don't get it. See what I mean? Good jokes are always from our father below. She looks completely eaten away. We do not harm others a fraction of what harm we rest upon ourselves. Shakespeare? Uncle Scratch. He had a way of knowing the limits of human suffering. I got him a bloodstone watch for his retirement. Rest now. Tomorrow is a new day and you can start again. Yes, rest. Are you not going to speak to her? No need. I've said enough. Indeed. Look, she's trying to sleep. She looks almost peaceful, doesn't she? I have watched her sleep before. Sounds real interesting. Maybe, when mortals lose themselves to sleep, that is when they're the most vulnerable. And being vulnerable, all of us have an opportunity to be honest with ourselves. And in that honesty, God takes form. Sandrin, I believe you're really learning a lot down here. Lothra, I... I can't do this anymore. No. This can't be good. I can't go on. It hurts too much. You know what this means, of course. Clarity of thought. She's come to a decision. No. Please, Elizabeth, don't. Just swallow the pills, and all the pain will be gone. Sandra, look at the bright side. You've done your first assignment. Think of it as a learning experience. That always helps. No. Just swallow them down. Just like candy. No one will even care. I care. Elizabeth, don't do this, please. Sandra, no! Unfair! She's mine! Who... who are you? That does not matter. What matters is that you are loved. You are important, Elizabeth. You have friends and family who are worried about you. And if you leave them, do you ever think they will be whole again? I... 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 I don't know. Sandrin, I warn you. Leave her be. She belongs to hell now. You can do nothing. Listen to me. Trust me, you will find love 
one day you will marry and have children of your own. But until then, you've got to enjoy life. Look around you. Is this the way you saw your life going? I don't know what to do. I don't know who to talk to. Yes, you do. Go on. Mom? I know. I'm sorry I haven't called. Mom? Can you wait just a moment? Will I... Will I ever see you again? No. Just don't forget. Love is not lost if you believe yourself worthy of it. Are you... Are you... Are you an angel? Hello, Mom? Yes. No. He's gone now. I don't know. It's not important right now. Mom? I'm sorry to call you at supper time. No. I know you're happy to take my call at any time, but... Mom? Mom, I need help. That was a noble thing you did just now. What? What's, what's happening to my wings? Don't worry. You won't need them anymore. I feel... strange. What... what is this... what is this feeling? Emptiness. You never quite get used to it. What's happening to me? You're one of the fallen now, Sandrin. No. It's my fault, I'm afraid. Your fault? Well, remember I told you about my falling out in Dis? I would never be allowed back in if I didn't succeed. And succeed big. But Elizabeth... Elizabeth's soul wasn't what I was after. It was you. No. Fallen angels are highly regarded in hell. You'll like it there. Well, not at first, but it grows on you. Why? You broke the rules, Sandrin. Elizabeth's life was her own to have or to lose, but you got personally involved. I warned you, remember? I just couldn't. I know. And now, I'll never see heaven again. Now don't be such a gloomy Gus. No one can predict the future. Not even him. You know what we say below? What? Hope springs infernal. Don't worry, we'll work on that sense of humor of yours. I like you, Sandrin. I really do. What? Out the window. The sun. Yes. It's just... I never realized how beautiful the sun looks, setting in the sky. I know. Behind the scenes, our souls are engaged in an endless struggle. If all of us took the battle to the front lines and saw the glory that lies within us, would there be a need for heaven or hell? Until that time arrives, another soul is thrown out of paradise to wander the world a little wiser in the Shadowlands. Seven Deadly Sins, Episode 3, Gluttony, Soul Survivor, was created and written by Jack J. Ward. 
Laura Graham performed Lilthra. Ryan Delahante acted as Sandrin the Angel. Elena Zatzman was Elizabeth, and Alicia Polonsky was her mom. Shadowlands theme music was created by Christopher Moreno. Incidental music themes and scores by Sharon B. Editing by Joyce Ward. Sound effects and digital landscape provided by Andrew Dorfman. Shadowlands is directed and produced by Jack J. Ward and Andrew Dorfman and recorded in the sound studios of CKDU 97.5 FM in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Shadowlands Theatre is a work of fiction. All dramatic material within is for entertainment purposes only. Any references to real events, businesses, or locales are intended only to give the fiction a sense of reality and authenticity and not to describe any actual conduct. Any character's resemblance to an actual person living or dead is entirely coincidental. For more information on the Shadowlands, go to our website at www.shadowlandstheatre.com. Sunsets are for demons is one of my favorite lines that I've ever written. There's something special about the image in my head of the fading light and thousands of damned creatures squinting at the beauty of that fading light and remembering what was and what can never be again. Well, will there be a hope for Sandrin in the future? Well, I'd like to think that hope springs eternal, but it's not the future that's killing people. It's the wait. And I'm afraid you'll have to wait some more yourself for next week as we go back to Firefly Old Wounds. What's that you say? Firefly Old Wounds? It's over. Finished. Kaput. You said you weren't going to make any more. And I wasn't lying. We didn't. Kinda. I mean, well, <clears throat> join us next week for Firefly Old Wounds special wedding day. And you'll see what I mean. Until then, I'm Jack Ward. Please join me again for the EVP podcast. Good night. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. <laughs>